Welcome to the Trades Podcast, a podcast about the business of home improvement and promoting the trades to young adults. In this podcast, we talk with business owners, educators, and professionals about the benefits, skills, and related experiences of the home improvement business. Tips to help you with being successful from entry into the trades or established business owners. In this podcast, we hope to influence some young adults that the trades as a career is a great option leading to full and prosperous life. I'm Danny Torres, an MC, DJ, and podcaster, inspiring young adults by shining light onto career opportunities in our world today. And I'm Jeff Mudd, home improvement contractor, writer of the Millionaire Carpenter series, and podcaster. Stay tuned to 15 to 20 minutes of insightful tips. All right, cool. Right here, ladies and gentlemen, the Trades Podcast, recording in the Ignite BBB Podcast Studio right here in San Diego. I am DJ Danny. And I'm Jeff Mudd. That's right. And we got a great episode here today, uh, Black Mountain Plumbing right here. We have Scott. Scott, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a beautiful day. Uh, we've been, you know, having a really good conversation already on the, a uh, little bit before the recording started. Uh, but let us know a little bit more about uh, Black Mountain Plumbing, um, your history, and how you got to this point uh, with Black Mountain Plumbing. Well, let me do the short version. The short version is um, I was a union plumber for like 15 years and wanted to work for myself so I could spend more time with my kids. So I opened my own company and um, worked myself. Um, first of all, it was nights and weekends, licensed as a plumber, uh, word of mouth. And then um, became full-time in 2000. And um, ever since then, we kept hiring guys that uh, we found that uh, met our criteria as um, someone that we could have um, a good bond with and had integrity and good craftsmanship. Nice. And 30 years of that, and we're doing good. That's right. Yeah, you said 30 years. 30 years uh, here in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, you were talking a little bit about how you got to San Diego, you were 16, uh, your dad was a big, you know, had a construction firm, came out here to San Diego, so you, you were exposed to the trades and construction uh, um, side of things early, at an early age too, right? Well, yeah, but how I became a plumber is interesting. My dad being a civil engineer, having a construction management company, my mom being a legal secretary, working downtown, um, that's more of like white collar, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my pastor, um, back when I was younger in Claremont, like 16, 17, 18 years old, he'd take me as a young kid and go build things in Mexico, a lot of stuff, and um, built his uh, son's church up in Reno Valley, and he's the one that said I should be a plumber. And um, I remember working later, you know, many decades later, when he's in his 80s and 90s, you know, building projects. He's the one that told me to be a plumber. He he was a plumber for his whole life. Interesting. Yeah. You know? So it's not only did he make some good mentorship for you on a, yeah. a career choices, but he also sounds like he taught you more about your faith, but also how to give back, how to be a leader yourself. Oh, yeah. He's a tough guy. I mean, he was a smaller guy, um, big old hands. Uh, he <laughs> was a fighter in the Army and, um, and uh, a good plumber. And I just always saw him helping people and doing things. And um, it, it, everything was possible. And uh, I, I had no idea what plumbing was. He's the one that said, you should be a plumber. And I'm like, I trusted him. I mean, because this stuff, old guy, man, sure, 
you know, you can do anything. You can build anything. You should be a plumber. I'm like, okay. So that's what I did. I, I, went, through, I went through the union um, because that's the only way I could figure out how to do it back then. But then uh, later got involved with the Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling Contractors Association and uh, got more uh, training and certifications through them. Absolutely. We've uh, talked about the PHCC. Yeah. Uh, a few times in the past, uh, Sarah Wood's been on here. Yeah, the board uh, member, Sarah. Um, and it's definitely an organization that I've grown to respect and envy a lot. So, Yeah, it's a, it's a good organization. I got really involved with them um, trying to help set up the uh, with others um, the, the Plumbing Academy, which yeah. is a four-year program. And it was important to me because I wanted my son to go through that. And uh, so served a lot of time in the board, learned about, a lot about nonprofits, and it uh, was, was helpful for me to be involved because then I was able to um, have a lot of input on what kind of training they needed, what kind of certifications they needed, um, you know, helping find the good teachers and stuff. It was really good. So Yeah. No, it, it's a passionate thing to be, um, to be a part of because it's something that we've touched on in the, in the podcast before of just – uh, the disconnect somewhere in between the generation gap of the the age group that um, the average age group of anybody that's even in the trades, and it was specifically, I think, one thing that we did read. It was uh, it was uh, for plumbing. It was fifty years and up of uh, the average age of, of a plumber right now, um, and there's that disconnect of you know why why is it that not younger generations aren't getting trained into it. But it's uh, it's a certain responsibility that I think uh, organizations like PHCC are definitely taking on. And, um, I mean, you being a part of it, like you said, trying to build the academy is a big thing. Um, what was that process like? And, you know, what, what's, uh, what's some feedback you can kind of provide for everybody um, about that process? A feedback I would like to maybe have somebody here is if you have a, a young person that is – good at taking things apart they just have a knack for it um, they're going to succeed beyond anybody's belief but even people that don't really have a knack for taking things apart and putting things back together you can be trained you can be trained how to do it and you can be taught the things to look for the things that'll help um, things um, be, uh, be disassembled easier and put back together easier you can be trained in all that absolutely you can and it's a living that is never going to go away. Plumbing, I think, is amazing because if you don't have plumbing, you have a barn with lights. It's a shack. But if you have gas lines, you can cook and heat the place. If you have sewer lines, you can have bathrooms and kitchens. If you have water lines, you know, you have something to drink, clean, bathe. But otherwise, you know, it's just a barn with lights. Absolutely. Yeah, you bring up a good point about the PHCC that – we haven't really been able to touch on with some of our other guests was the fact that when you get into the construction industry, every uh, industry has usually their own association of some type. So as a new person getting into it, there's usually some training opportunities, mentor opportunities. As you advance, there's uh, other skills that the associations bring to the table. Um, and then as you become a business owner, um, there's the, camaraderie that comes with that the association brings um and i think the phcc you were talking earlier about being on the board 
know, that brings a lot to the table. So it's full of opportunities. It's a lifelong uh, learning for you. Yeah, no, it, it, the, the, the relationships are great. Um, some of the owners of the larger companies in town, um, for whatever reason, were nice to me, um, would give me some pointers, I guess you would say, um, would check in on me, you know, how things are going. And I think they, they knew that I was doing things correctly. Um, I had a desire to have integrity and character and just do a nice job for every customer. And so they, they kind of vetted me, the, the larger companies yeah. that were helping me. They for sure vetted me. And the larger companies, um, so some of them do such a good job. It's amazing. And you might have some bad reviews here and there, but if you know how much work they did, you're going to get some bad reviews. It's, it's, it's not fair, you know, but they, they're, they're, they didn't get to be a larger company by doing junky work. I mean, they, they're doing a good job. And so I'm so appreciative of them. I mean, I don't want to throw a certain guy under the bus right now of, of who was really helpful and really helped me out. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but, uh, there's one guy that just always would just check in and give me little pointers and um, he built a great business in San Diego. Yeah. And it's, it's really close to here, we'll say. But, okay. Uh, um, anyway, I'm appreciative of the PCC and, and just the, the people I met and helped me and, you know, check in. Do you have a pollution binder? What's a pollution binder, you know? Yeah. Well, that's in case you, you know, fall through a ceiling or something and contaminate the house with asbestos. Like what? I'm not covered. Nope, you're not covered unless you get a pollution binder I, uh, on the insurance. Apps. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the, definitely when you're when you're part of an association, the uh, competitiveness and protectiveness of your own business seems to be tabled for when you're back at work. So you're more in a giving. You're in a promoting of the industry itself. I've seen that, not just in the plumbing, but in lots of industries. And that's something I always uh, liked. Uh, I've been in the termite world, so you know, the PCOC of California has always been a great resource for me as a termite inspector, termite owner. So definitely uh, something to talk about. Yeah, because I mean, the, the training that um, PHCC uh, provides, um, you had a part into it. But do you also have your employees go through PHCC training also? Yeah. Um, we, we try to find guys that have um, the desire to be a plumber. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not necessarily uh, against hiring somebody that's already a plumber. Um, but I typically, over the last 20 years at least, um, found people that wanted to be a plumber. And we pay for their school, send them to school. And um, it's worked out really well because then we can also train them for four years and send them to school. And so the plumbing that they're doing is how we want it done with the material we want to use, the, uh, the way we want to take it apart, uh, the way we want to diagnose things. It's like a little bit proprietary, I guess. It's how we build our hamburger. Yeah. And, um, you know, we don't want to wreck somebody's house. We just we want to, you know, look at it from every angle. So they're, they're all going to answer the same question with the same answer. Everybody that works for me. I mean, after a while, they've, they understand this is our thought process, how we look at things, and they all have the same knowledge and skills as they've only worked with each other for forever. And interestingly enough, um, I think I've helped five 
uh, of my employees over the years start their own plumbing company. Interesting. That's very, because if that's their deal, okay, they want to do that. Well, I, I need to help them. That's my job. I'm here to help my employees, and um, and uh, they've all done well. And and it's really neat because when they're busy, they they refer us. So it's it's actually working out quite well. And um, I think uh, three or four of my other guys over the last 25, 30 years have become pastors, which is another interesting thing. Well, that's got to be a, a good good feeling for you, Scott. Yeah, absolutely. I, just you know, somebody that's doing whatever they're gifted to do and go handle it, take care of business. Yeah. No, it's got to be super, uh, I mean, fulfilling. I mean, you know, and, and knowing that you had employees that you trained personally and and uh, through the PHCC, like you said, it's it's on-the-job training. So you're going to school, and then uh, in the end, you're working throughout the week with you at these certain jobs, learning exactly what you learned in the classroom, right? Oh, absolutely. And um, it's interesting to me. I mean, I always was a really good plumber um, after a while. I mean, not, not at first, you know. At first, I'm, like, you know, looking for the pipe stretcher. You know, they were pulling my leg. You know, there's no such thing. But... In in my late 20s, I was the superintendent, so however that worked out. It's like asking someone to go get the blinker fluid. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to do um, the best job every day. And so, you know, if you have that attitude of whatever you do, uh, you'll succeed. And just do the best job you can every day, learn from everyone, yeah. and show up and, and, and take care of business. And then um, things will work out okay. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, not a lot of business owners will – We'll, we'll take that, uh, I guess, that response when you have employees that you train, you paid for the schooling or anything like that, um, that and then they end up wanting to go, go out and do their own thing, you know, their own business, you know, work for another company possibly or anything like that. Obviously, that not a lot of the, uh, business owners, I feel, would give the same response that you do. Um, but I think it's great to, you know, to have that mindset behind it that you want to be that helping hand. And I think that's what a lot of... Um, you know, people looking to get into trades and construction company need to understand that there are business owners like you that are there to support, are there to help lend a helping hand and really be there for them. And I, th- I think it's key because, uh, you know, I think we ha- we talked about it a little bit. There's like a, s- a stigma of the old way of construction companies and how they, um, you know, the 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 light that was shined on the on how com- how construction was looked at back in the day, uh, but nowadays, I mean, you have you have established professional business owners that are truly there to help you out, and it's not just like you said. There's a standard that they're going to be held at held to, but I think it's important that uh, everybody kind of knows exactly, um, you know, where your side comes from too. It's 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 super important. I mean. I have some guys have been with me 20 years and a couple other employees that are almost 20 years and the level of quality that they have and uh, is it expertise, I guess you would say, or something like that Mm -hmm. um, is amazing. I mean, they know how to do stuff that's beyond my wildest dreams. I mean, I, I was a good plumber. I'm a good plumber, but you teach them all, you know, and then, they all they have to do is learn more and be better. And they are. It's amazing. I have some of the best plumbers you could ever believe. My nephew, he, he, you know, he came, he learned how to be a plumber with us, went to school through us. And then he wanted to do new construction commercial. And that was a little sad for me because he's like, you 
him, my nephew. I love him. And, but that's what he wanted to do. Right. So he goes and he goes, works commercial. And he ended up being the project manager. And I think the company he worked for built the La Jolla high school. Oh, nice. And he, he's like in his late twenties or whatever. And he's the project manager, but we trained him. Yeah. So that's a testament of the culture and the training programs that yeah. you have at your coast company, whether they've moved on like your nephew or moved on to start their own business. It's got to be a great feeling. It's absolutely for, for you, Scott, to know, know that you've built that type of a culture and, uh, um, the way things work at your company. Uh, yeah. I truly respect that. Um, but it's also a testament to the opportunity that's out there in the construction world right now. Um, to be able to cross step from being a plumber to a construction superintendent with your construction skills. Oh yeah. Just um, encourage everybody around you to do the best job they can every day. Like we have a little quiet time in the mornings. Um, uh, Something I've done that was taught to me by my dad when I was little just to start my day. And we start our day at the whole shop with a quiet time and, and, um, Gets everybody on the same page. And we're sitting around this big, huge old table. Yeah. Old table my dad gave us, and and um, we meet every morning together as a, as a team, and then we go do our day, and we'll see you tomorrow. You know, it's it's awesome. I love my job. Yeah, we were talking earlier, uh, Scott, about the uh, opportunities out there, mm-hmm. um, about uh, technology being able to replace a plumber. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, I, I personally agree with you. I don't see in the, the home uh, service in, uh, sector of that anyways, being able to come in and, like I said, analyze what's wrong, squeeze into the space, be able to get it fixed um, at all. I think more of the, the evolution in the next 20, 30 years that we'll see in technology will be in the products or new construction. Yeah. It's, um, it's an interesting thing, Al, the AI that's coming out. Um, but I just was thinking the other day, I think driving to work, I'm like, there is no way possible that a machine's going to show up to your home. Ha- ha- they can have the communication to greet you and sign a work order. Absolutely. They can have the, the ability to go inside your home. But now they're in the home. And they might be able to find the leak, absolutely. But can they access it? Can they determine, well, I, I need to go at this through the floor, through the ceiling, from behind the bookcase or tear out the bookcase? Um, and then, you know, can they solder a pipe in your house? Can they, you know, cut and thread gas pipe in your house? You know, I'm, I'm not thinking that's happening. Are they going to take the pipes apart without the sewage going everywhere and then reassemble them in a way that's, I mean, I, it's it's beyond me to even fathom that that ever be possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I wouldn't imagine that. And um, I mean, it's it's like you said, the opportunities are out there. That you know, these are all all hands on jobs that need to be by humans. And like you said, the whole determination factor of where you can find the leak or what to do with the leak. Every situation is different. Every every house you go into is going to be different. Every leak is going to be different. Every project is going to be different. And uh, that's where you need the, the human element, definitely. So, I mean, what's, what's a, uh, uh, a unique situation that you can say that um, 
say a new plumber, one of your plumbers are possibly going through right now. Um, you know, some, some jobs that you guys might be working on. Some of the hard things. Um, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Some, well, some of the hard things, um, which they succeed at are, um, a lot of the electronically controlled shower systems. I don't know what is going on, but they're, there, there's outlets in every wall and ceiling of a shower nowadays. And you walk in the shower and you can say, you know, turn on rain head, turn on body sprayers, adjust temperature, you know, add lavender to the steam. Uh, it's, it goes on and Amazing. on. <laughs> and, 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 and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking for the shower valve and the lever to turn it on and there's nothing. It's just a bunch of outlets and it's just all voice activated and, when that system doesn't work right, right, um, we have guys that can fix that, which is which is amazing to me. I mean, they they're amazing because that that's way beyond just soldering pipe, gluing pipe, screwing pipe together. Um, that's a system that's not functioning properly, and then it's, and it's on a on a similar scale, scale would be like tankless water heaters. There's all kinds of reasons they may or may not be having issues, and you got to figure out how to fix it and it's and, and they're all different and they all have their little quirks and you can fix them not just replace them they should a tankless should last I don't 20 have to years call you. i've got a tankless one scott and i tell you that little lever on the inside i've got about an eighth inch spread between scalding hot and cold <laughs> right <laughs> he's, he's like and he's, it keeps moving yeah <laughs> yeah you, you, you might want to have a, a water heater after your tankless water heater, you're probably getting a little cold water sandwich. Yeah. The uh, um, control systems you were just talking about, though, in all seriousness. So your guys are learning uh, programming? Yeah. Uh, well, and solenoids and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it just... Some electrical? Yeah. There, it's, uh, it's. I mean, there's not a lot of it, but he, he asked the question, what's some of the... The odd, weird stuff. That's 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 beyond plumbing, but it's what we're doing every day nowadays. Well, it sounds like as we've advanced, you're integrating more technology into plumbing. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I, I like just doing piping. You know, I'm almost sixty years old. I used to like all the fancy high end stuff that was cool to put together, um, and uh, that was fun. But now that I'm older, you know, my eyesight's not so good. I'd rather just do piping. I love yeah. piping. It's like, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Just, you know, put piping together and run pipe in every different way and make yeah. things work. And that's fun for me. But these young guys, they love the intricacy of, you know, following isometric drawing on thing or the schematics for the wiring. And, and they just have so much fun. And um, I'm glad they're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also uh, um, something Danny probably recognizes a little bit more. They've grown up on uh, with a cell phone or games, technology, right? Yeah. You know the technology that's behind it has set the standard for them mm -hmm. being able to easily adapt to some of the new technologies that's going into the options that you can get on your house with the plumbing and stuff. It's all yeah. It's almost like it's normal to them. Yeah. You know, to me, it's like, wow. You know, where's the shower valve and the cartridge or the valve stems? And you know, we can you know we can take care of that. And they're like, oh no no, this is. This is way beyond that. And it's normal for them because they grew up with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they grew up, you know, trying to find the answer by searching the internet or something and watching a video. 
And, oh, yeah, and it's similar. It's similar. Everything's similar to them, and it's easy to find the answers. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's not even a bump in the road for them. So, and that's something that um, I think a testament to the industry and, you know, your company also, you're allowing that evolution to happen naturally. Yeah. It's cool. It's you know, super cool. I'm not stuck on 1980. This is how we do it. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Or, or this is only what we do. Cause I mean, you know, when you open those doors for, especially if you have the, like you said, your younger employees and you're holding them back on, you know, certain technology or certain ways of doing things, then, you know, the, then, then their creativity or their, their expansion of how they want to grow within your business, you know, kind of, you know, kind of settles on a plateau, but you know, and it, like you said, AI is not definitely not going to replace it, but it could be definitely a tool, you know, like the certain technology that are, that are installed or that needs fixing. Um, it's a tool that, that, that can allow, you know, your employees to have more business, more opportunities to be exposed to those things. Cause you know, it's, it's not just, like you said, it's not the same thing every time you go out to a project, it's something different. And like you said, something a random project, but hard project for a lot of uh, 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 veteran plumbing plumbers, I would say. It has to be fun for them. Yeah. You, know, you have to have some interest in what you're doing every day. And if it's the same old thing every day, most people are just going to be bored. Yeah. And um, so it has to be fun, has to be interesting, has to be new. And um, I think you were talking about something a little bit earlier about how you change things over the way, uh, over the years. And um, some things like... We, we've changed like what kind of piping you're putting in the home. Yeah. There's a lot of things that have changed over the years, different, you know, st- types of copper piping, why it's failing here and there and when it's, when it's not going to fail and different kinds of plastic piping and different kinds of ways to uh, connect the piping. And we've gone through a uh, lots of different systems as a, as a country or a world, I guess, on how do you hook water piping together and what kind of piping you use and, some of it's turned out really good, and some of it has had its its uh, problems. So, you want to learn from from the stuff that you take apart because it's not working anymore, and uh, disregard that plan. You know, it's like okay, well, that was working for a while, but ten, fifteen years later, we're finding this wrong with this you know, type of piping. And so let's 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 be leery of putting more of it in. You know. Yeah. Uh, last Friday, Scott, I got to go to the plumbing uh, golf tournament fundraiser. And a couple of the guys were talking about uh, one particular type of pipe that they're finding now that the chlorine eats away the inner lining, mm-hmm. and then the heat now affects the pipe. Right. So they're having cracking and failing in the pipe. Yep. Never heard anything about that. That was so interesting. Yeah, that's, there's a couple um, types of piping like that that you would have thought um, would have been just bulletproof forever. Yeah. And... In different parts of the world, um, different parts of the country, different kind of water, it's probably working great. But San Diego, for people that are listening here in San Diego at least, the water is not good. I mean, you need to filter it somehow. And um, there's, it just, it's, it's, uh, it's a problem. It's, it's, it's really, really wrecking the piping. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we were, uh, uh, I was looking at your website, and uh, there's a big blog that you got a few newsletters that you throw out there on the website also. Um, does does this have all that information on there? Like a lot of this? Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll have to go back just like you're looking at YouTube videos. Yeah. I mean, you have to just find the one that's going to be 
you know, applicable what you're trying to figure out. But uh, we try to anything that we find interesting or, or noteworthy, we try to write something about it. Because I mean, it's it's you know when you have you know your business, it's kind of more geared sometimes uh, for the for the clients for them to get a little bit more information of what uh, they can look forward to how how you do business, the information that you have, and I mean when you have these type of things, it allows them allows them to know that you have a lot of knowledge in your industry. And I mean, for anybody trying to get into the trades, would they, you think, would your newsletters and blogs be useful for them to get a feel for uh, what it's it's like to be a plumber and work for your company? Um, Possibly. Um, They can research the blogs and and get an idea of what we're talking about, but it might be like reading Greek um, at some level. Um, what we've done, if people are interested in getting the plumbing industries, we do ride-alongs, like the police do. Okay. Nice. And so I don't know. We've you know a handful of you know young men, their uncle or their dad or whatever has called us, and you know we, my son wants to do a ride-along. Sure, no problem. And uh, they're kind of surprised. And sometimes they do more than one. Sometimes they they just only do one. And um, and if it's an interesting day, they want to do another one, you know. Yeah. But if it's a boring day, you know, not so much maybe. But uh, um, it's 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 uh, eye opener for for these young guys in their you know late teens, early twenties. That uh, what is plumbing? Because they never had it. I never had a chance. I just believe my pastor go be a plumber. Yes, sir. And I go, okay, I'm going to do it. Sign up the union. And um, but these guys are all wow. This is interesting. They never, they never knew that there was pipes in the walls. They just, you know, their faucets all work, all magic, and, huh? and the heat comes on. You know, it's all magic. <laughs> Poof! And uh, we take them to a house in, in a new construction where the the piping's all exposed before they drywall, and they just go, "Wow, there's pipes everywhere!" Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's fun for them. Yeah, that's amazing. No, it's that's super. Cool. How often do you see, uh, you know, just out of curiosity, people calling to do ride-alongs? Uh, lately, yeah, um, it's been every couple of months. So that that's cool. I mean, I can't hire everybody. Yeah. Um. You know, we're we're just not, you know, able to hire everybody. Mm-hmm. And um. But I can find somebody a job. I mean, there's there's some good places to work. Um. And we just want to let them, you know, see what it is that this would look like. What what is plumbing? Yeah. What in the world? They just you know, they hear the you know, the jokes about plumbers and all this and that and everything, but they really don't know what plumbing is. That's, there's no way. No, Scott, Scott is definitely a good steward of the industry, and he'll do his best to help out any young adult on whatever their needs are. Oh, anybody that wants yeah. to so. learn about it or talk about it. Do you want, you want to talk about uh, some of the training process at the uh, PHCC Academy? Sure. Um, you know, the first uh, year or so, you're going to learn a lot about safety um, because um, when you're working – um, there's a lot of things that, that you just need to be taught to look out for and to and to um, be aware of. And so safety will be one of the first things that you're going to get taught. And then you're going to get taught a lot about um, uh, grammar, not grammar, what is it called? Glossary terms, I guess. Okay. You know, what, what things are, tools and materials. And, um, and then, you know, then it's going to, next couple of years, it's going to be applications of how to, you know, use the glossary terms that you used or, or that you were taught and, and uh, so you know how to uh, determine what you're talking about, you know what I mean? And then um, the safety that you learned and then the, the materials um, that you learned about and the tools you learned about 
And now what are we going to do with all that stuff? And then they start you know, teaching them how to uh, attach things to different parts of the building or um, make, make systems work, hook them together. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. It, yeah. it does to me. I, actually, I'm very looking forward. Do you guys have a uh, – the Academy has an open house lined up, I think, for September. Yeah. Um, really looking forward to getting there and uh, seeing how all that's working. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. You can, I mean, the, the parents or the, or, the, or the people that are interested in knowing about plumbing, they can come by, they can see the school and the Academy, and especially the shop in the back yeah. um, where they do a lot of hands-on stuff. Um, it's – it's really great. You know, we've yeah. had a, a, a tool supplier really outfit us really well um, mm-hmm. with um, all kinds of power tools. You've never seen so many power tools in your life that they have at the PHCC. I mean, it's like a, like a supply house of, of tools, right. and um, they get to use them. And, and, and the good thing about that is um, I think a lot of them are Milwaukee tools, and um, they, uh, they get to see a tool they – unless they see it and use it and, and can see how it, it works, um, they never knew it existed. I mean, you're, not, you're just not watching it on YouTube in, in most cases. But if you go to school and they pull out a, a new tool that you've never seen before, some power reamer or expander or whatever, it's like, oh, wow, that's way easier than the tool that you know, my grandpa used. Absolutely. I've seen some, well, one of the Milwaukee booths at the golf tournament there and a battery-powered snake. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They have, have, we have. I, I was like, wow. I, I, so. I have everything Milwaukee. I have more tools. My whole shop has everything Milwaukee. Um, I don't want to sound like a, an advertisement, but I love Milwaukee tools. <laughs> I love them. We have so much money invested in Milwaukee because it makes everything so easy. We have like 30 of these background boxes and in, in lined up like a library on, on the shelves of the truck. So you can just grab it, pull it off the shelf like a book, open it up, and they've got all these little compartments for all your different kinds of parts. Because there's all kinds of different piping. You have ProPress piping, PEC piping, CPVZ piping, um, copper piping, iron piping, PVC piping, it, you know, stainless steel piping, press, um, slip fit. I mean, you have to have the parts. And so we, just, we have it all sorted that way and all the different tools and press tools. And, oh, it's, a, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shout out to Milwaukee. And to go back to the uh, PHCC open house, I've actually, I, uh, last year I helped DJ uh, the uh, open house that they had there in uh, Scripps Ranch right here in San Diego. And it was awesome. Um, you know, the experience that, that I got to see, some of the training that they did for some of the piping, um, I believe, uh, I forget which uh, plumbing company, it might have been Black Mountain. I don't know if you guys were doing a demonstration or not. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, that was you guys. And um, and uh, I actually have my fiance's cousin actually going through the training through Plumbing Plus, actually. Oh, awesome. He yeah. works for Mike. Yeah. Mike's yeah. an awesome guy. Yeah. So and anybody listening, Plumbing Plus, Mike over there, the owner. Yeah. Excellent man. We highly recommend them also. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And um, just a testament, again, like you said, you know, uh, the program itself, I think it's just amazing. And uh, I'm in full, we've always been in full support with them, and I love exactly what they're doing and the opportunities that they bring to the table for, for your employees for one thing. And then obviously anybody else trying to get into it too. So, Well, if, I, if I'm going to mention Mike at Plumbing Plus, then I want to mention Bill Howe. So he's the guy that we're throwing to the bus because maybe I don't, I don't know how these podcasts work, but he always gave me good advice. And that guy is a 
is a sharp guy, a nice guy, a good guy. He wants his, his employees to get taught. I mean, they all get going to school. I mean, he's a good man. So Bill a lot, lot, lot of thanks to him. He's, he's, he would always just check in with me and uh, not try to tell me how to do anything, but just checking. Um, and uh, they're, they're a great company, mm-hmm. I, I think. Yeah, Bill, Bill Howe is definitely a very successful company here in San Diego. I've met him myself. And, uh, yeah, you definitely echo the, exactly. the sentiment I have for that company also. Yeah, I, and some people um, don't understand how hard it is to just really manage a, a team like that. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot, and he's, he's done a good job over the decades. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a it's a good thing that he's that he's doing. He every every employee he has is there to do a good job and he's there to make sure he takes care of his employees. Yeah. So that's why I can relate to him cuz that's my job too. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. and I don't click the people that don't think in such a way that they want to make sure they're doing a good job for their customers and take care of their their employees. If if that's not their thoughts, we're probably not going to hang out too much. But uh but yeah. So so in every industry there's business owners that are leaders mm-hmm. that look after their employees, their customers, right. set a, a good culture of uh, learning and mentorship. Yep. And then there's bosses that, you know, have a, a different agenda. And right. so, sometimes the, the bosses are successful. Sometimes they're not. Um, they're uh, uh, a, a learning stepstone for some people. Yeah. <laughs> what know? not to do. Well, you, you get in, you work, you learn, you learn a little bit more about that company's culture and find out it's not right for you. And hopefully you find a, another company that is right for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that, that, I think that applies to every industry, not even in the construction. So just well, and in San Diego, you can, you can work all year round. We're not like, and this is, I mean, a plumber in North Dakota, that's a rough deal. I mean, you're jackhammering the yard because it's frozen solid, yep. and you're working in the snow. I mean, this is this is a, this is an easy deal being a plumber here. It's nothing but vacation. Yeah, the, the wife's got family in Buffalo, and I've been back there a few times, and you know, you you see the uh, the roof and the pole part of the building, and it's dirt underneath, and you know they. Uh, Get that up during the springtime, so they got work underneath the cover all right. during the winter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Same I, with the plumbing. Yeah, there's no plumbing in the thing at all during the. Uh, they just build the shell in the places where it snows. Yeah, you build a lot shell. of shells getting built, and then everybody goes and works inside during the winter. Yeah. Nightmare. Sh- nightmare. Shout out! Shout out to our North Dakotians and uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here in San Diego. Yeah, you yeah. You, you are doing you're doing God's work. I swear. <laughs> So that's awesome. I mean, you know, to wrap things up, um, you know, we we talked a lot about the PHEC, uh, the culture behind Black Mountain Plumbing, um, you know, your your concept of what exactly it means to be a, a leader within your industry is one thing. And uh, someone to have someone to look up to, uh, just the way that you've had people in your life the same way. So uh, I think a lot of people are, are going to listen to this and really look back at it and listen to it again because a lot of good things that we covered today. Um, and uh, I really want to thank you uh, for coming out. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, I really appreciate it, Scott. Yeah, we went a little over uh, our time allotment, but, you know, I think we got some great information. I really enjoyed having you here. 
Yeah, well, thanks, right. guys. You have an excellent day. Yeah, awesome. And uh, before, uh, just let everybody know if they want to reach out for Ride Along. Uh, I, I swear that's going to be one of a big thing for you in the future. Well, yeah, just call Black Mountain Plumbing. Uh, talk to one of the ladies in the office or whoever answers the phone, um, and uh, we'll make it happen for you. Awesome. All right, Scott with Black Mountain Plumbing, thank you so much. And uh, this was the Trades Podcast, and thank you so much. All right.